There are two main goals I have this evening in my message, and I kind of hinted at them and laid them out in my prayer. That before you leave here today, the number one, that you'll be on a road to more simplicity in your lives. And that secondly, that you will be experiencing love, joy, peace, and hope in your lives in a much greater way. I need for you to participate with me just for about 15 minutes, and I just need you to to focus. And I want to start up by asking a question. The question is, why are you here tonight? Why are you here? There's probably three different groupings of people. Maybe some of you are here because um, you were dragged here. Okay, let's be honest. You were dragged here. Uh, Maybe you don't really believe in God or you're not really sure what to believe about God, but um, friends, neighbors, relatives, they they brought you here. And we're, we're glad you're here. Some of you are here because maybe um, you're not really sure about Christmas. You kind of believe in Jesus, but you're not really sure what you believe about him or about the Bible or about Christianity, but you're kind of searching. Some of you are here because you really want to be here, because you have a deep relationship with Jesus Christ. And it's a pleasure for you to be here to worship the Savior who came, was born, who lived, who died, who rose, who's here with us right now. And my background is math and physics, so I'm going to make a hypothesis right now. My hypothesis is this, that the deeper our relationship is with Jesus, as far as his existence, knowing what he's done for us, the deeper our faith, number one, the more simplicity we have in our lives, and number two, the more love, joy, peace, and hope we are experiencing. And how do I know this? I want to talk today about two different dimensions. The horizontal dimension, which is the dimension of the world, our existence here on this planet. And secondly, a little bit, I'm going to talk about a vertical connection, our connection to heaven, to God. One is temporary, one is eternal. And I want to start with the horizontal connection. What things are you attached to in life? Does this life give you simplicity? Does your life give you love, joy, peace, and hope? Break it down. We all need in life to have relationships with other people. And sometimes those relationships can bring love, joy, peace, and hope. But sometimes those relationships can bring a lot of pain and hurt. Because sometimes relationships change. Sometimes people hurt you. Sometimes people leave. Sometimes people close to you, they even die. And so often in our world of relationships, it's like a roller coaster. There's ups and there's downs. Sometimes we feel love, joy, peace, and hope, and sometimes we feel hurt and hate and anger and all different types of things. It's not lasting when it comes to experiencing the things that God wants us to experience. Let's say, for example, that your attachment is to money and the things that money brings. And with, with money, if your relationships with money, it's like the stock market. It's up and down. Sometimes things go good. Sometimes things don't go good. No matter how much money we have, so often people think, I don't have enough. I need more. Or what about things? You know, material stuff. You know, even as far as those presents under the tree that are waiting for you to open them up. And the reality is, You know, you're going to open them up and there's going to be a lot of excitement for a while, but how long does that excitement last until the glamour kind of wears off, until the the gifts start getting old or they start breaking down or don't work right? 
That's the thing about worldly things. They, they tend to break down. Even with that, what about our own personal lives? Maybe your attachments to yourself. Maybe how you look or how you appear to others as far as even just the persona you, that you show to others. But let me tell you, life keeps going on. It's, I'm 56 years old, and I'm thinking, wow, where has the time gone? This, I, know, I learned some things, too. My, my memory's not like it used to be. Gravity's starting to take a toll. The body's starting to not work as well as it used to. At some point, I know that my human body's going to break down, and I'm going to I'm gonna die. And so if I find my contentment and my love, joy, peace, and hope in my own existence, it doesn't really work really well. And when it comes right down to the biggest challenge on this horizontal world in which we live in, it's called sin. When people live outside the bounds of, of love, that's what sin is. Let's be honest. Sometimes we've done things to people that were very hurtful. We do things that's like, why'd I do that? Why'd I say that? We hurt people, and they hurt us. And so if all we have is this horizontal life in which we live, the bottom line is there's no eternal Love, joy, peace, or hope. It's temporary because it's all going to end someday. But I want to talk about something now that's even is exciting, that brings hope here. And that's the vertical world, the heavenly realm, what Christmas is all about, God coming to earth. You know, God gave us this amazing book. It's called the Bible. And it's words from heaven, words from God to us. There are hundreds of verses talking about love, joy, peace, and hope. And I want to share just a few of them with you. For love, a verse you've heard probably many times before, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. God so loved the world. God so loved you, each and every one of us. He knew about us before we even came into existence. And what's interesting is the word love in the Greek is the word agape. It's a word that the Greeks had to bring into their language when Jesus came in the world because he brought a different kind of love. They didn't have a word to define it, and so they came up with this word agape. It's a love that she keeps giving and giving and giving without expecting back. The love that God has for us. And when that love is received into our lives, it begins to transform us. And other amazing things begin to happen, like feeling more joy. In our Christmas gospel for today, it says, But an angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. What kind of joy? Great joy. Not ordinary joy, great joy. That's what Jesus brings to us. Peace. Another section from our Christmas gospel. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to men or people upon whom his favor rests. That when Jesus comes into our lives, when his vertical gift comes into our horizontal world, we experience love, we experience joy, we experience peace and the fourth one, hope. From Romans chapter 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into the grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. In that one verse, we have peace 
We have joy or rejoicing. We have hope. Where does it come from? It comes from God. From the vertical, from heaven down to earth. And so, how do we pull this together? And I think it's really important for us to understand, let's take a look back at that very first Christmas and take a look at the people that were involved in it. You know, Mary and Joseph, they were going to this little town called Bethlehem. Why? Because there was a census being taken. They were mandated to go to this small little obscure town. And the challenge was Mary was nine months pregnant. She was ready to give birth at any time. And they make this difficult journey to Bethlehem, and they get there, and the problem was all kinds of people were converging on this town because of the census. Guess how many inns there were? There was no room in the inn. There was one inn in that town. They didn't have hotel.com. They didn't have priceline.com. didn't have cell phones. They got there, and the place was full. There was no room in the inn. And so where'd they put them? In a stable. Hey, we got room in a stable where the animals live. That's where Mary and Joseph went. And there in that humble stable, not a palace, not a hospital, the Savior of the world was born. God in human flesh came in the world. And they wrapped him in cloths and they placed him in a manger, which is a feeding trough for animals. And who attended this birthday party? group of shepherds are out in the field, and the angels came to them and said, hey, got really great news for you. you got to go and check this out. And these, the shepherds, they went to Bethlehem, and they found Jesus. And later on, some wise men were to come sometime later, and they were to see Jesus as well. But I want us to take a look at their lives. What happened to them? Mary and Joseph, they had no idea what they were getting into, but yet their lives were changed, transformed. We see in different writings how it says, Mary pondered all these things and treasured them in her heart. She and Joseph, their lives were transformed, their lives were changed as they experienced deeper love, joy, peace, and hope in a life of simplicity. And then these shepherds who before were focused in the horizontal realm of taking care of sheep all of a sudden became shepherds of people. They went away filled with joy and amazement. They went out and told everybody they could what they saw, what they heard. Their lives were changed. Love, joy, peace, hope. The wise men, what does it say about them? After they saw Jesus, they, were, they went away, they were overjoyed overjoyed, love, joy, peace, and hope. Their lives were changed. You study the lives of people in the Gospels that followed Jesus, even the 12 disciples that would follow him 30 years later. They changed. All of a sudden, the worldly things, the horizontal dimension didn't matter that much anymore. In fact, every one of them, except for John, died for their faith. They weren't afraid of death because they knew they had that vertical relationship that their ultimate home was in heaven. Life changes when you come to know Jesus for who he really is. I want to share with you a story because what the followers of Jesus have received is an amazing gift. And this is a story about a a special gift that a father received. There was a um, family that was going through a very difficult time financially. And they were just next to nothing as far as it's totally broke. 
And the father was looking for this golden wrapping paper to wrap a Christmas gift. And he found that it was empty. It was all used up. He looks under the tree. He sees this hastily wrapped package with all the gold wrapping paper on it. And he calls his five-year-old daughter and says, did you do that? And she says, yes, daddy. He's upset and says, but, but, but daddy, it's, it's for you. He calms down a little bit. Christmas comes and he opens up this hastily wrapped package, layers and layers of gold wrapping paper, and it's just a, it's a cardboard box. Opens it up. Nothing inside. He says, don't you realize that you're going to use all that paper and there should probably be something in the box, right? A little tear comes down the girl's eye and she goes, well, Daddy, there is something in the box. I blew kisses in it until it got over full and I put the lid on it and I wrapped it up for you. And he gets down on his knees and gives her a hug and says, I'm sorry, I got upset. Thank you for that amazing gift. During that next year, this little girl was in a terrible accident. She, she died. That father kept that cardboard box next to his bed. And whenever he had a difficult time, and time and time again, he would open that box and just receive those kisses from his daughter. That cardboard box with the remnants of the gold paper meant more to him than any worldly gift he'd ever received, his prized possession. You see, sometimes the most incredible gifts are very simple gifts. They're not expensive, free. The gift of Jesus to us is a free gift, but yet it's more valuable than all the wealth of this world combined. You see, he came and he was born in a manger like that, like a wooden box. But from that box explodes love, joy, peace, hope, God coming in human form. And he would grow up. And he'd live a perfect life. And his journey would take him to a cross where he would die for our sins. Why? Because we can't earn our way to heaven. Heaven's a perfect place. We've all made mistakes. But Jesus, through that death on the cross, he takes our sin upon himself and he rose again. That death is defeated. That by believing in him, we know that one day we are going to go to heaven. That our horizontal, temporary world all of a sudden has been transformed. We have a vertical direction that we're going to live forever because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. And I want you to think about the cross in a different way. Think about the cross. There's two parts. There's a horizontal part. That's representative of of our life here on this earth. Then there is the vertical part, which is Jesus coming into the world. And where those two parts intersect, that's where we meet Jesus. It's right in our heart. You see, Jesus wants you to receive the most incredible life. Not just here, but forever. He loves you. That's why he came on a mission of love. You see, love, joy, peace, and hope, it's pouring down right now. It's pouring on us, but we are to receive it. And sometimes we're so busy running around in the complexity of life that we're missing out on what Jesus wants us to receive. You know, you can learn a lot from the lives of people that know Jesus. Maybe you're still not sure about is Jesus for real? I encourage you to talk to people who believe in Jesus. You know, for me, the first 18 years of my life, I didn't 
believe. Okay, I, I just, I remember the emptiness. I just, I felt, you know, sometimes I felt good, sometimes I felt bad, but something wasn't right inside of me. I felt something was really missing. And I remember when I came to believe in Jesus, when Jesus intersected into my horizontal world, how everything changed. You know, life isn't perfect. Even still, there's good days and there's bad days, but still, what I know is I still, through all the rough times, am experiencing the presence of Christ. I can honestly say this last year in my life has probably been one of the most challenging years I've ever been through. But in spite of it all, I still feel the love and the joy and the peace and the hope that comes from my Savior, Jesus Christ. And my prayer is that every one of you will receive that as well. No matter where we are in this journey, that we keep growing. Because the more that we grow in this faith in Jesus Christ, the more we're going to find simplicity and purpose. The more we're going to find love, joy, peace, and hope. Because he's a source of that, not the world. But that's my life. You've got your journey. Every one of us here has our own journey. And my question to you is, what are you going to do when you leave here today? My prayer is that when you put away the Christmas lights, the Christmas tree, the ornaments, that you don't put Jesus away. See, he's with you all the time, but you embrace him. There's a lot of connections, a lot of attachments in this world, but the one that's most important is your eternal attachment to Jesus Christ. There's a verse in um, Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20, the words of Jesus. Here I stand, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. My friends, my prayer is every one of us has opened up the door of our heart for Jesus to come in. That we take this gift that God offers to us. It's to you, to us, is born this day. To you is born this day in the city of David. Your name is on that gift. Open it up, receive it, enjoy it. Grow in that gift. If you're looking for a church home, we'd love to have you here at Shepherd of the Desert with us. Maybe check out the starting point class on January 10th for some next steps in this journey. But there is no relationship more important than the relationship we have with our God through Jesus Christ, that gift of Christmas. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we live in a world of attachments. And sometimes we find ourselves getting attached to the wrong things. In your word, you say, seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, and all these things will be given to us. Lord, help us to realize that the more that we are attached to you, the more that this horizontal world will make sense, the more that we will find even joy and love and peace and hope even here. But the great thing is we know the best is yet to come because of you. Lord, I pray that every one of us here embraces the gift you've given to us in Jesus. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for being born in Bethlehem and for all you've done for us, that we can have a great life now and forever. In your name we pray. Amen.